Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, everyone, and welcome once again to History Dweebs, the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And the um, topic of our podcast today is serial killer Randy Stephen Kraft, also known, Colonel, as the scorecard killer. You like baseball, Timmy. No, it's not it at all. It, had you read the script? I have read the script, Timmy. All right. I have read the You're script. You're a little edgy today. I'm not edgy. Just keep going. All right. We would like to um, thank our good friend Jason Dykes, who researched and wrote this script. Thank you, Jason. We yeah. appreciate it. Remember that you did not write this script. Yeah. No, I didn't. Tell me. No, you didn't do a goddamn a... thing for this episode, but go ahead. I had to walk to the printer and get all this shit. <laughs> I would um, I like to remind everyone we are a um, history slash true crime comedy podcast, and we use adult language. We are, and and just on that note, being a comedy podcast, it, if you don't like adult language, you should leave right now. Yes. Um, but you know, we are a comedy podcast, and this uh, episode includes uh, sodomy, murder, uh, and Gamora. People getting pushed Brandy, out of a moving Gamora? car. I don't know. People right. getting roofied and raped, and all kinds of horrible, horrible. It, it's like. Rob Zombie made a Monty Python movie. It will be a barrel full comedy. of monkeys. Right, Brandy? <laughs> I don't know how it gets any funnier than this. Let me introduce <laughs> our panel. We have a special guest with us today. A man who is known far and wide. Brandy? No. Yes. It's Casey the Penny Dropper. What? He, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Everybody knows Casey causes some panties to hit the ground. Uh, how are you, Casey? It's been a while since you've been in. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Tim. Uh, first off, I want to I want to take a little bit of conception with the comedy podcast because I think that might be in the eye of the beholder when it comes to. <laughs> well, podcast. yeah, it's all but, subjective. But uh, no, you guys have been crushing it since I've been gone. I understand. I'm so it's good to be back in the studio with you guys. Got heard crime con you guys got up there and you had people jumping out of trucks and shit uh, coming yeah, there was like buy drinks for you guys everywhere. and everything where there boobs you know, uh, there was lots of boobs you guys are killing it lots of boobs your boobs well it might boobs nonetheless yeah <laughs> you can't uh don't don't besmirch his boobs <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm besmirching the hell because i've seen those nipples they've almost hit me in the face so what have you been up to casey it's been a while since we've seen you oh uh, man you know how it is the male prostitution business is really slamming oh, this time of year of so you know you're afraid like fred garvin Fred Garvin, male now, prostitute. Casey, well, I got an objective I'm gonna observer tell here. And, and, and so, while, and just so you know right now, Chuck has uh, un, is starting to unbutton. I just oh, yeah, an objective. Podcast. Yeah. How's that chest, Casey? Dude. Uh, now, it's, it's uh, and 53. I look like, I look like, who's that old guy that used to. Uh, <laughs> used to Ural Brenner? 
No, the guy that you yeah, Yul Brenner. Yeah. No, the guy that used to do the push-ups when he was like a hundred years old. Oh. Jack Palance. Jack Palance. Yeah, yeah, his his pectorials went out. Yours kind of sunk in. <laughs> Yours kind of sunk in. What yeah. the hell? All right. Well, uh, telling mom. We're, we're glad you're here, Casey. <laughs> we're glad you're here, and we understand you might be joining us at uh, uh, DweebCon in I October. I will. Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm going to try to make arrangements to be up there for maybe on that Saturday. So. Okay. So doing I can't, personal I can't, I'm signing gonna, autographs and. Yeah. Don't uh, don't book plane tickets to it on my behalf because you know I can't guarantee anything at this point, but. Uh, Gonna try don't, to be there. Don't worry, nobody will. You know, you don't know. I, you don't, you don't know. know. That. Pretty sure I do. I have followers. Yeah, people, I know. People like me. They're mostly men. People like me. <laughs> I, I would know. like to announce, Timmy. Take this time to announce. I'm special. Take and this time. That's it, and not on it. People like me. Yes, I know, Stuart. That I will now be attending DweebCon, Timmy. I didn't yeah, know there well, was a doubt. Yeah, you were already going to attend. No, I was not going because there was really. I, I felt like it was. I, Below me, really. Um, but now we have somebody on par Below you? With, the, with the colonel. Yes. We have the lovely Nina Instead coming. From already gone. She's so much better than you. And yeah. uh, <laughs> so now that there's talent equal to my caliber, I, see. Um, I will attend. I w- see. What will you be charging per autograph? Um, no, autographs are free. Oh, autographs are free. Yeah, okay. autographs I didn't know if free. you were. I didn't know if no, you were charging. If you want to, like actually, if you go to Reds Fest down here, and you want to get. If Barry you actually want to touch me or get you know, get a selfie with me, that's going to be too. What about for dick pics? If somebody wants, those a are dick free pic, too. Oh, those are all. Those are all free. Okay, okay. always yeah. free. Yeah. Sort of like the pro- they're sort of like Pete Rose's one. autograph. Pretty you know, much everybody, everyone, everywhere. It's everywhere. It's lost its value. I don't much sure ever had any value. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that lost value quite a while ago. Depreciated. We would like to also, uh, I would also like to introduce the very lovely and talented, the lady who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent, the lovely yes. Queen Brandy the First. How are you today, Brandy? I am great, Timmy. How are you? I'm well. Are you glad that your brother is here? Uh, no, but I am very excited that they will be coming up this weekend. I get to see my nieces because they are always fun. So I'm pumped about that. She mainly likes to watch the little one drive me fucking bonkers. It's spectacular. <laughs> it really is. It is worth the price of admission every time. Well, that sounds like a fun weekend. Oh, it's a great. It's a good time. It's not that fun. Oh, it's wonderful. Really. It's wonderful. So well, let me introduce yeah. the man who's and the most dangerous man. <laughs> and you're out. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> the most dangerous man in podcasting. Enough devil time. <laughs> A man who is known nope. as the moral compass of this podcast. He's broken. A man who is known as an oasis in the desert of despair. No. A man whose dick pics are everywhere on the internet. <laughs> yes, he's on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Hawk he, Walters. He has a, he'll send you a, a pictures. Of I'm his, on Snapchat now. With Snapchat, he'll Snapchat. send you a picture of his genitalia with little bunny ears. All mm-hmm. you got to do is ask. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even have to ask. <laughs> sometimes you don't. And it's it's hard to find the face on that thing sometimes when you're using the filters. It's a tap on the face. <laughs> no, no, no. Jack does not send out those sort of pictures that I'm aware of. Um, Just because you haven't seen one yet. <laughs> the very honorable, the Colonel, Reverend Charles Beauregard, Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Make it quick. I'm, oh no, he can't. <laughs> I'm doing wonderful, Timmy. I just um, well, you you, had, you struggle with printing out the script. Look here, look here. <laughs> Printers are hard. 
Uh, first of all, I ain't no goddamn intern. All right? I'm the talent, goddammit. Well, Give I'm me just saying, print out the script. You, had, you struggle. You don't even this. write the script. You don't print the script. You don't do. He struggles to what read the script. What the hell the do scripts. you even do? You just show up. <laughs> it's my computer. <laughs> yeah, it's your computer. <laughs> You'll take this shit and okay, go home, Chuck. Uh, yeah. Colonel, um, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not doing good, ball. Timmy. All right. Uh, I'm of sorry to hear that. Of course he's not. Good. So, um, um, I'm sorry to hear that, but let's move on to the story. <laughs> We're going to talk about the scorecard killer. His name is Randy Stephen Kraft. Three names, Brandy. That's never good. Randy Stephen Kraft is a serial killer known as the scorecard killer who was convicted of murder, Casey, of 16 young men between 1971 and 1983. Where were you at between 1971 and 1983, Colonel? Uh, let's see. I would have been about seven okay. years old. Get I back was, to us. I was not pushing anybody <laughs> out of cars. Um, Kraft uh, is also to believed to have killed another 51 uh, young men and boys. He began, became known as the scorecard killer because... When he was arrested, uh, investigators discovered a coded list list depicting references to his victims. So he liked to keep track, Brandy. You can't blame a man for that. I, I guess. He had inventory. Well, you know. Yeah. So now, you, now there's an app for that. But back then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so hold on. You just handed over your script to Casey. Casey is going to take it from here. Yeah, so okay. I'm, here to do the work. I'm here to do the heavy lifting. Heavy yes. lifting, yeah. yeah. Tell us what happens, Casey. Tell us about young... Mr. Kraft. So Randy Kraft was born in LBC, and for you uh, people out there not familiar with Snoop Dogg, that would be Long Beach, California, on March 19th, nineteen. Because you got crazy cred. Oh, fuck mm-hmm. yeah, I do. So much street cred. Hell yeah. Uh, the fourth child, and I he was like the Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart hanging out together. It's, I think well, you know what? Their he's, show. He sips on gin and juice. He, and smokes Endo. Yeah. But. While I've rolling seen, down the street. Well, yeah, clearly. I've he has seen a pocket full of rubbers, and his homeboys do, too. Excellent. <laughs> he does. That's a good point. He, his show was with Martha Stewart is funny, we but it's safe very, sex. very scripted. I don't like it. I thought I would like it, but I don't. It's very scripted. I just you like know who I like is Flavor Flav. I, they need to bring him back. I, he needs a, to bring him back. He needs a podcast. That's Little John. No, that is Little John. White motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor Flav has the big clock. I yes, just want to yeah, have yeah, the yeah. big clocks come back because yeah. I got like ten of them at home, mm-hmm. and I want the parachute pants to come back too. And oh, hammer, hammer pants. pants! I got hammer, hammer pants. Can you do the typewriter? Hmm? Can you do the? Typewriter? I can do the typewriter, and you know what? Will you do the typewriter at DweebCon? Speaking of Flavor Flav, I never, I never watched. Uh, I, I hate reality shows. But oh my I, god, that was the best! I did watch the one where it was him and that Amazon-looking bitch from. Uh, oh, Bridget. Uh, Bridget Nielsen. Nielsen. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was fucking hilarious. Oh, I He's love that the show. Stupidest motherfucker. Oh, I love that show. And then the, the one after that, in New York. You remember New York? Yes. God, that York. nasty girl. Oh man, that's the show that the 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 flavor flavor is the, the show. Flavor of love. He yeah. flavor of love. That's it. Where the woman, um, she. Um, crapped her pants on. <laughs> she cra- Yeah, she crapped her. They were like, you know, they were doing their, uh, you know, he sends someone home every week and they were doing this part and this woman 
Finally, she said, I've got to go and starts running up the stairs. I hope he sent her home. No, actually, he did. Of course not. No, you shouldn't hose somebody down. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I want noted is that Tim doesn't watch a lot of TV. Okay. Tim's one of the smartest people I've ever met. He doesn't watch a lot of TV. But this is what he watches. And when he does choose to watch TV, <laughs> he watches, he watches flavor, 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 flavor of Love. Flavor of Love, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yeah. That's a good show, though. Yeah. <laughs> but Flavor of Love, it was, it's flavor of love was like a, it was like a train wreck. Yeah, oh, I, I know. Was, I, I watched that. it. I watched that, and then I watched uh, I Love New York. That was the spinoff. Okay, but so we got times. a little off topic here. Great times. Already. Um, this is why we get bad reviews. Exactly. If you guys so, would stick with my format, okay, we'd be Casey, tell us about Mr. Kraft. So Randy Kraft was born. He was the fourth child and uh, the only son of Opal Lee and Harold Herbert Kraft. Opal Lee. In 1948, the Kraft family moved from LBC to Midway City, where Kraft attended school and was noted for his intelligence and was allowed to attend accelerated classes. Kind of like me. He <laughs> later stated. Uh, he had known from high school days that he was a homosexual. Okay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. <laughs> no. Well, we thanks, are, for, thanks for that disclaimer. Science, science <laughs> we, love, we love our... Uh, after graduating in 1963, and he enrolled at Claremont, Claremont Men's College, and in 1964, he began working as a bartender at a local gay bar. He was also known to travel to Laguna Beach and Huntington Beach to have sex with hustlers. Hustler baby. Hustler baby. I just want you to know. Mm-hmm. In 1966, Kraft was charged uh, with lewd conduct after propositioning an undercover policeman. Isn't that a little subjective, though? George Michael got in trouble for that. But the it, charges were dropped. Colonel, your definition of lewd may be different than mine. I think I think there's a lewd scale. <laughs> I bet scale. it is. <laughs> I mean, like, it, you know, if I went up and... No, dropped one on, right on the table, you know. No, that would that was it. That was like what he was insinuating that that was his penis, his giant. Yeah, I man. get that. I yeah. get that, but it makes a noise, so don't do that. My extreme leap. <laughs> don't do that. But anyway, yeah, he's. Here's a tip it. for our male like listeners. That. Don't do that. <laughs> don't. If you're gonna get pick up a prostitute on the street, if she got all her teeth and she ain't got the scaby scabs and everything, a sex worker. I'm sorry, I don't want to dis. Respect the women. Don't besmirch. If they're really attractive, they're probably a policeman. Well, and here's the other thing. Timmy if would be. If they're Timmy's our, a badge. That's yeah. Timmy's our resident hooker expert, so let's mm-hmm. not get. You don't get to give advice about hookers. That's I'm Timmy's department. I'm just saying you don't go up You know, every way. now and then Brandy has a good point. Yeah. yeah. Every now and then. Every now and again. Even a blind squirrel find an acorn that's every right. once in a while. I do not mess. I do not partake in that in the United yeah, States that's of America. That's so you the char- are the fucking Stevie Wonder of the Squirrel Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just Every saying. Every once in a while, she has a point. <laughs> so charges were dropped. By his senior year, Kraft had become a poor student, drinking, taking drugs, and attending all-night poker sessions. Yeah, that sounds like it. me. Sounds like <laughs> poker. Sounds like the poker devil the Saturday night. What was what was he doing? Liquor in the front. Drinking, poker. taking drugs, poker all night. Ain't, ain't that the, uh, your Tuesday night, devil? Um, yeah, and actually, it is Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. Tuesday's PTA. Does the, is the poker, exactly right. Is the poker in the rear? Uh, no. Okay. We are a butt-friendly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks well, for clearing that up. I just, you know, I just want to say that we do not, um, we do not look down upon the butt. 
Hold on. But you you said before you was anti. I don't do. I don't. Dirty flower. Yeah, I don't coalition. do but play. I'm just saying that I don't want it. People to get the impression that we're. We he doesn't want to besmirch those that do. Yeah. Okay. People. Everyone has their own interests, and if people are interested in butts, that's fine. It's just that we don't. We don't judge either way. Oh, we judge. Yeah, but we just don't say it. I believe there. we judge. There you go. So anyway, so anyway, this lack of uh, commitment to his studies delayed his graduation until February of 1968. Four months after graduation, Kraft joined the Air Force and was stationed at Edwards Air Force Base in California, where he rose to the rank of Airman First Class. Well, he catapulted, didn't he? Fuck yeah, he did. I think I know how he got that. Just stop. <laughs> he also disclosed to his family that he was a homosexual. Crass, oh, that had to suck. Crass family accepted Now, hold on. Back in yep. the this 70s. is back in yeah. 1968. Yeah. That's a very big deal. Yeah, that was not a pro- uh, that was a difficult Crafts family sure. accepted his sexuality. Cool. Good for them. And he, re- and he remained in close contact with them. Oh, by the way, he's a veteran. Thank you for your service. Yes. But the <laughs> Air Force did not accept his sexuality. No, they did not. <laughs> Uh, on July 26, 1968, Kraft received a general discharge from the Air Force, Air Force after he after announcing his sexuality to his superiors. Wow. See, to your to your point, Chuck. That's now, not a good move. You got to remember, this is 1968, the height of the Vietnam War. Right. What's I would have been. I, oh, I'd have been. I've been like Klingler, Klinger, what Klinger? on the mass show. Klinger. I'd have had dresses and everything. Open else. a history book. Yeah, ain't nobody gonna. Mash is not history. Neither's the gong show. It's pop culture. Neither's the gong show. Learn the difference, devil. Motherfucker. (laughs) You two done? No, I'm just saying, that's a pretty good thing. (laughs) I mean, guys going in crazy stuff saying, you know, trying to fail their physical. I the size of this wall. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that says. (laughs) 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 I can't see. I can't see shit. I'd have gone in with a dog and some dark glasses. See these Coke bottle glasses? (laughs) You don't fucking want me over there. Following his military discharge, Kraft moved back into his parents' home in 1971, enrolled at Long Beach State University, where he began began a relationship with a fellow student named Jeff Graves. Between 1971 and 1983, Kraft is believed to have killed 67 victims, Jeez. and was convicted. Well, shit, that escalated quickly. <laughs> it did. <laughs> he was convicted for uh, 16 of them. All of Kraft's uh, suspected victims were males between the ages of 13 and 35, so I am clear because I just turned 37. And most of his victims' bodies were uh, bore evidence of high levels of both alcohol, tranquilizers, indi- alcohol and tranquilizers, excuse me, indi- indicating that they had been rendered helpless. They were bound, tortured, and sexually abused before they were usually killed by either strangulation Asphyxiation. 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 Again, we are a butt-friendly podcast. (laughs) Or bludgeoning. Oh, that's some comedy gold right there, Timmy. What? (laughs) Bludgeoning, asphyxiation, roofing, strangling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All kinds of good stuff (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. A barrel full of monkeys. (laughs) That's, That's some Don Rickles shit right there. The victims would then be discarded usually alongside the freeways in California. On October 5th, 1971, police found the nude body of Wayne Duquette, a bartender at a gay bar named The Stables. The first entry upon Kraft's personal journal referred to as his scorecard reads Stable, quote-unquote. 
<laughs> That's a, kind of a dead giveaway right there. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't much. But it didn't take a, a <laughs> yeah. lot of deciphering to didn't figure that one out. didn't take Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> they didn't have to use the Enigma machine to break that didn't code have to bring right in there. They a team yeah. of code breakers. Yeah. <laughs> Leading investigators to believe Duquette to be Kraft's first victim, To your again, to your point. I believe the stables would refer to well-hung men in the bar, wouldn't you not say? That's my company's name for male prostitution, the stables. What? Your company has a name for male prostitution? Yeah, remember? That's why I haven't been here so long. Oh, shut you up. You paid attention at the beginning of the show. Oh, okay. He gets paid to pleasure <laughs> women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Telling mom. I get, I get paid. Where do you think I got the loan to start? <laughs> yeah, I get, I'm telling I her. get paid to leave women alone. <laughs> mm. Uh, 14 months later, in December 1972, Kraft killed 20-year-old Marine Edwin Moore. We should thank him for his service. Thank yes, you for absolutely. your service. Absolutely. His body was found beside the high, uh, 405 freeway. Abrasions on Moore's body indicated he had been discarded from a moving vehicle. An autopsy revealed Moore had been fa- been bound, beaten uh, with a blunt instrument before being gar- garroted. 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 Okay, there we go. Uh, what does that mean? When you take the wire or the... Ah, around gotcha. the neck, like in The Godfather. Yeah, like Italian or style. Or Hitman. Like Italian style. Yeah. The way the Italians Piano do. wire. You got to wear gloves to do that. You cut the shit out of your I fingers. I don't think. Uh, his body also bore evidence of numerous bite marks, and a sock had been forced into his rectum. Mm. Ouch. I hope now that, see, I I hope like that wasn't a knee high. Rectum. I hope that wasn't a knee high sock. That's I, you know what? Look. It could have been left in his rectum because... I have told the boys on numerous occasions, I'm about to put my foot in your ass. So you think it just got left there after a foot was put in his ass? Yeah, your shoe's left. You know what? That sounds like a good Mythbusters episode. Like, (laughs) you stick your foot up their ass, and does does a sock stay? Or maybe Mm -hmm. the foot just comes off and ends up in a lake in Washington. Well, I think if it's a woolly sock, polyester will be more slippery to go in. I hope it was a a no-show, not a knee-high sock. (laughs) For his sake. But it doesn't really, at that point, doesn't matter. I mean, he's just bouncing off the freeway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if the socks stayed. Uh, on April 9th, 1973, the body of 17 well, year old. You have to wash that sock. Yes, you have to wash oh, it sure. when you're done. And what happened to the other pair? Maybe that's where all of the, you know, you do your laundry and you can never find the other sock. It's in someone's ass. In someone's <laughs> ass, maybe. You never know. Wow. Come yeah. here, Mrs. Colonel. I'm looking. I'm looking for I'm looking this for other my blue other sock. sock. Yeah. Aww. Can never match these damn things. <laughs> On April 1973, the body of 17-year-old Kevin Bailey was found beside a road in Huntington Beach. Bailey had been uh, emasculated and sodomized prior to his Holy murder. Shit. This some bitch cut his dick off. Oh, that's. Was that's he sodomized with his own penis? Emasculated. It, it does not. It does means not. they cut off their junk, devil. He was dejunked. Oh, I'm familiar with that term. <laughs> yeah. Was, oh, yeah. He was de- you know, you <laughs> dejunked. Do yeah. You do it. Yeah, yeah you, you do it you all do the it. time. <laughs> <laughs> you do it verbally and <laughs> yeah. psychologically. <laughs> yeah. Chemically. Whatever. Hey, uh, we all have hobbies. I'll tell you what so you far. You do it metaphorically. This guy really did it, though. Yeah. Metaphor, devil. You want to explain no, it's metaphor, okay. too? <laughs> Fuck yourself. And what that means is... Stick a sock up his ass. Yeah. You, uh, demasculate yourself and shove that in your rectum. That would actually be fucking yourself. 
That's why I said, go fuck yourself. Don't we get a little worked up over there? I'm not really. I'm just had, trying to improve I've your vocabulary. I've had my nerve pill. I don't need to be mansplained to. <laughs> Do you have your nerve medicine? I have my nerve pill. <laughs> I don't need to be mansplained to. No. Just trying to help you out. For there. somebody who sh- can't show up on time, I'm certainly not taking any kind of vocabulary yeah, or advice the, or anything. Don't forget the copies. Oh, motherfucker can't print anything outright. <laughs> I don't even know how you fuck that up. I told you I'm not a damn intern. What? How hard is it to hit the print button? Print. The motherfucking machine does the whole thing. It's not like you had Apparently to type it, it out. Apparently it doesn't do it right. I hit print twice. It's hard, Brandy. <laughs> it's hard. Printing is hard. It's printing is hard. <laughs> Noah can do it, but, you know, Chuck struggles. I think I got a messed up printer in there. Is that what you think? Mm-hmm. It's, a poor, it's a poor player that blames their instrument. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have page three. Oh, are we ready for me? He only had to do two pages? Yeah, we've been ready for you for quite some time. Quit Would running. you get moving, Doug? You don't that fucking dumpster. know. <laughs> <laughs> he called you a calm dumpster. Did he? He did. It's okay. Did. Let me, let me. You I got, said to, uh, you got, rocket you got burned with your own fire, Brandy, girl. you have page three. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me say this. Casey and I will be under the same roof this weekend, oh, sleeping. Ooh. We're Ooh. not. Yeah. <laughs> some of us should sleep with one eye open. I would suggest that. I have that. firearms. And I will fire up your little one. I will fire her up. I will get her fucking going. Hey, you Noah gonna give that get, girl? Noah mountain? can get going too. You gonna I give him get... Mountain Dew all day, Devil? Oh, pixie <laughs> sticks, Mountain yeah, Dew. There you go. Come with Aunt BB. We're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna go snort sugar. You need, <laughs> you need to go, sweetie. You Here's a cup of sugar. Yeah, <laughs> brown bet, sugar's the best. I bet you can't eat these six Milky Way bars. Exactly. <laughs> a couple exactly. Yeah. So, two months later, 20-year-old Ronnie Weeb's body was found. Welt marks on his wrists and ankles suggest that he had been bound and suspended from a device before his murder. wonder if it was a sex swing. <laughs> or the garage. <laughs> or just a rafter. Yeah. <laughs> a beam. So, uh, from yeah, 19- be careful with the sex swing. I'm just saying, you gotta be careful. Well, you gotta put that. You gotta make sure the. You gotta screws. make sure you hit a fucking joystick. Yeah, <laughs> you do. Yeah. You don't just be, just go into the drywall. You don't want to use That's anchors in work. the drywall up no, there. That no. Ain't gonna work. Well, you gotta make sure you, your partner stays around to let you out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you die in there. I built my house around the section. <laughs> I made sure that fucker wasn't going anywhere. He's afraid to use it though, because he knows his wife wouldn't let him out. <laughs> So, do you get tied up in a sex, or is it like a? You're kind of suspended there, and yeah. it depends, I suppose, on what kind you get. I'm sure there are some that are that have you bound in there. Damn, I don't know. Look it up. Amazon you, probably sells them. You people lead freaky say, ass lives. Some freaky shit. I don't. Yeah. Never, I don't think I've ever seen a sex. <laughs> yeah, I thought rib condoms was going crazy. I don't. Know. <laughs> I thought missionary style was nuts. <laughs> You remember the old we day know you the, did. Remember when they you sell those French ticklers? This condom, <laughs> it was a condom, and it had like a feather, yeah. <laughs> like a pigeon. And a feather, like a pit. I swear to God, yeah. remember, yeah, no, like it a, had this like weird like it was ribbed, and at the tip of it, it would have this like feather, like a pigeon's feather or something at the tip. No, of it. it was like, it was kind of like. You know those things that turkeys got on their neck? Uh-huh. Those things. It was like one of those yeah. things, but only more firm. It was a waddle. 
Those I don't know waddles. what it was, but it was... Uh, Someone had come up with the idea that this was going to give women more pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure it did. <laughs> I don't think it was scientifically tested. But it did keep you from putting it on inside out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've done that before. I was worried about doing that, and then it be my luck. I put it on inside out, because, you know, you got to be careful when you're putting on a condom. If you put it on inside out... A slide right off. Well, and you might also get some sperm on there that you're and then when you turn it you put it right side out you you inj- you're putting that right in I, where I can see Tim minute. right now like I need the 40 year old virgin scene where he's got like condoms <laughs> all over that bedroom because he can't figure out how to get it on and that boy walks in and goes teach me no wait a minute I need hold on yes did everybody miss this because what he said was mm-hmm. he puts it on inside out and then if he figures out he put it on inside <laughs> he, he takes the off. same condom off <laughs> yeah Flips it the right way. They're not cheap. (laughs) Motherfucker, open a new condom. I always just had a good pullout game. Just a good, strong pullout game. I had a good pullout game until I had the twins. (laughs) I I just don't give the woman my name, my real name. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you save the condom if you don't finish it? No, but she did. She did. Gross. No, I'm just saying, you know, you're caught up in the moment, and you accidentally put it on But your tight out. ass doesn't use another condom. Well, if, if there's one available, but sometimes there's not. Sometimes you Limited just carry supply one. sometimes. Limited supply. Well, no, Dude, I carry, you're on, I maybe carry you're four on your, condoms. You're maybe you're on number three or whatever. This is, oh, okay. You so you, something be so you've out. already gone through three. Yeah. Okay. But my point is with the Hold French, French three, if, you've already gone, if you've already gone through three, your swimmers at that point are so weak and tired. You don't well, have to worry right, about yeah, the inside yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, no, I got the Mark Spitz swimmers. But only on point, the first couple with shots. The, with the French that, tickler, I swear to God, it, it, it had this feather. It was like two inches long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This thing was oh, stick out. <laughs> it was a penis extender. <laughs> and Perfect. for some reason, it was supposed to give the woman a lot of play. It's supposed to really turn drive women crazy, but I really don't think I it believe did. it tickled the ovaries if I'm, it did I, anything. I'm going to look it up and see if they still sell them. Great. See, I'll if be they, on that. see if Amazon sells sex swings too while you're in there. All right. See, I, I have a theory. <sighs> okay. That if you. If you pull out and don't complete the act, it's not really cheating. Well, you, that's it. You, you should go it's with like that. Yeah, you definitely. Should go with that. I got the Bill Clinton theory. We'll share that with Renee. She'll love that. Make sure you share it with her. We often don't agree on these things. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> it's a point of contention. From 71 to 74, many murders occurred that Kraft is a suspect of, but he All right, was can never I just tried give for. give you the Wikipedia definition of a French tickler? It's a latex condom designed with additional protrusions for enhancing the sexual pleasure of the receiver. Something like that. Well, so it, not necessarily. It uses a number of bumps, protrusions, crests, and falls in the lining of the latex to make sexual intercourse more enjoyable. If you wear them inside out, it's more enjoyable for you. Yeah. Ooh, good idea. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just had. I turned was, the fridge ticklers inside out because I wanted the pleasure to be Here is a, a pleasure on you. Picture one, Brandon. <laughs> Hold on. Do we need? Oh, holy <laughs> shit! You need to put that on your Facebook. <laughs> that yeah. looks like one of those sensory balls. It looks like an alien or something. <laughs> By like, January of 19, looks, like, looks like you got disease. the drip coming out the tip <laughs> yeah. of your dick. Bye. Perfect. By January of 1975, a total of 14 victims whose bodies had been found in four separate counties, had been linked to the same killer. Homicide investigators convened to discuss uh, 
progress in the hunt for the unknown killer. wonder if they had donuts. They probably did. wonder if they called him Red October. They might have. Some investigators believe the murders to be the work of more than one individual. Mm. One mm. or more of whom had a military background. Two victims' bodies had tissue paper. Thank you for your service. <laughs> two victims' bodies had tissue paper residue on their noses because <laughs> they, they were scrapbooking. <laughs> I don't. He gift wrapped them. At least, at least it wasn't on the bottom of their shoe. That would that'd be embarrassing. <laughs> no, not. It'd be no. easy to spot them. No, <laughs> tissue paper. paper. They didn't say toilet paper. paper. Tissue paper. Oh, okay. Oh. It's what you put in gifts. Okay. Oh. oh Maybe uh, they worked at the. Laz- or, uh, not Macy's during Christmas season. You know, wrapping or, gifts. Or Michael's. Well, yeah. we, we might learn Hobby more. Lobby. We may learn more. We might. I'm just wondering if they were scrapbooking. Uh, let's been. see. It was Don't in their judge. noses? Well, no, but sometimes, you know, the paper gets wet and it gets sticky when it's wet. I've a lot, never, of, a lot never, of things get like I've never had. <laughs> I've never had tissue Tell paper Mom. in my nose. No. Well, you're not a big scrapbooker, are you, Timmy? In fact, you don't even wrap motherfucking presents, do you, Timmy? I don't even buy presents. Exactly. (laughs) No, you do. They're just not the kind that get wrapped. They're the kind that just get thrown at you. He didn't know what what tissue paper was at the beginning of this conversation. Um, Let me give you a $20 bill for your birthday. Here you go. Happy birthday. Conforming. It's easier that way. (laughs) Sheldon over here. (laughs) Two victims' bodies had tissue paper residue on their noses, conforming to a known military procedure to prevent bodies from purging after death. The placing of socks inside the victims' rectums was also theorized to be a method used to prevent purging as the body was driven to the disposal location. So it stopped you from getting shit all over your car. It's like in an electric chair to pack your ass with cotton. So, People think that's dude, a myth. this guy's fucking genius, man. He kept his car clean. I know that's the big thing that's got you. So, in it. Yes. So, okay, so I can see his so, car was showroom ready. So he ready. don't watch snot or uh, shit <laughs> on his car, basically. E- Schmegma. Schmegma. All, right. All right. The dude was bright. On the evening of March 29th, nineteen seventy-five, Kraft lured two Utes. He was using his noggin. Keith Crotwell and Kent May into his Ford Mustang. Oh, he had a Ford. That's a sweet ride. What, what year no was? wonder he kept that shit clean. Well, it had to be around the 70s. Oh, uh, so uh, 70 years Mustang no, sucked. No, but he might have like, he might have like might have been old 65. School. Might have been old. Uh, nice. the youth, sweet ride there. The youths were given beer and Volume. Well, that's a good time. As Kraft drove around. May uh, eventually I'd let passed drive out. Me around if they give me <laughs> beer and say, give, me some, give me some beer. We're good. Let's, let's party. Well, May I'll eventually passed out. a good fucking time. <laughs> Give me a sock. I'll take care of it. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, In the parking lot where Crotwell and May had last been seen, two friends of the youths observed a distinctive black and white Ford Mustang rapidly enter and draw to a halt before the driver leaned across, opened the passenger door, and pushed the unconscious but otherwise unharmed Clint May from the rear seat onto the ground of the parking lot. The driver then sped away from the scene. Probably drank all the beer. Well, I mean, he, get out. he passed out, so maybe that was buzzkill for him. On May 8th, so this was in March, on May 8th, the skull of Kent Crop, Keith Crotwell was found at the Long Beach Marina. Upon hearing the news, the two youths who had observed the Ford Mustang entering the parking lot and discarding May searched their neighborhood, neighborhood for the Ford Mustang. Upon locating the vehicle less than one mile from their home, they noted the license plate number and relayed the information to police who traced the car to Randy Kraft. 
Under police questioning, Kraft admitted that he had encountered two youths in the parking lot in question and had persuaded them to drink alcohol and consume Valium with him as he drove. He claimed to have returned May to the parking lot and then to have driven with Crotwell until his car got stuck. He claims to have walked to a gas station to call a tow truck as Crotwell remained in his vehicle. Upon returning to his car, Crotwell had disappeared. Although Jeff Graves was able to verify part of Kraft's story, detectives remained unconvinced and attempted to file homicide charges. Okay, so his defense is, yes, I picked him up. Yes, I got him drunk and gave him Valium. Yes, they passed out, but I didn't kill them. Right. Yeah. That's what he's going I'm with. Not, I'm, not going, I'm not buying it. Well, and they tried to file homicide charges against him. However... Call him bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that. The L.A. District Attorney's Office dismissed the detective's request, citing the coroner's conclusion from his autopsy of the remains thus far found, which was his skull, uh, that the youth had died from accidental drowning. Now, how do you know it's accidental? Well, how, if you just got the skull, wouldn't that raise a red flag? I don't know. Colonel? Well, if you just got the skull, I'd be looking for the feet, Timmy. Yeah. I go up to the Pacific Northwest, see if and I look can for match the up the feet to the. No, to I mean, I'm, it, it seems like foul play would be involved if you just found the skull. That's what I'm saying. You would think. Yeah. Kraft is not known to have killed again until December 31st, 1975, because he's ringing in the new year, when he abducted 22 year old Mark Hall. In this murder, later described by prosecutors as the worst of all the known murders, here we go. Hall was driven to a remote canyon where he was tied to a tree. The autopsy report listed the cause of death as being as asphyxiation caused by leaves and earth found lodged in the youth's trachea. Ugh. The autopsy also revealed that Hall had been sodomized and emasculated. Did it say earth? Why wouldn't they just say dirt? It says earth. Because Jason's painting a picture for us. He is painting a picture, oh, okay. and he's smart. He's a librarian. Yeah, he's a librarian. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a master of the vocabulary. There you go. He should so, write more of your scripts. Wait, he does. He <laughs> writes plenty. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was a shot at you, Timmy. Yeah, it's, it's across the bow there. Okay, uh, his so he was emasculated, and his severed genitalias were then inserted in his rectum. Didn't want him to bleed on the earth. I'll tell you what, so far, Didn't want him to shit again, on the earth. he's got a big thing I, with the rectum. Uh, again, well, these comedy nuggets you're throwing out <laughs> at us here, Timmy. I, I, I did not write this script. <laughs> this, is, this is sad. The youth's chest, scrotum, nose, and cheeks had been burned with an automobile cigarette lighter, uh, with his eyes being destroyed by the same object. That's a fucked up guy right there. Forensics experts were able to deduce that Hall had been alive throughout much of the ordeal. Oh, yeah. that's more fucked yeah, up. Yeah, so he was tortured, basically. Boom, <laughs> Basically. Is that what you call it, Tim? Torture? No, but I mean... He <laughs> Once was, again, this is a comedy pod. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know about the others, but we know he was alive when all this took place. By 1976, Kraft had ended his relationship with Jeff Graves and begun a relationship with a 19-year-old, with 19-year-old Jeff Selig. Kraft's relationship with Selig is believed to have been a factor in the sudden lull in murders he is known to have committed. He's not known to have killed again until December 10th of 1976. The body of 19-year-old Paul Fuchs has never been Book. found. Book. Please don't disrespect the victims and get their names right, devil. It's Fook. Not, it's not Fook. It is Fook. There's an S on the end, you fuck. It's Fuchs. It's Fuchs. Plural. Couldn't it be Fooch? No. F U C H. F 
Fook. <laughs> so Paul. <laughs> Go to any Chinese restaurant. That's Fook. Paul's never been found. Fook me? Fook you. <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless, his name is clearly listed on Kraft's scorecard. Well, not clearly. We're, there's some question on his the, how the you pronunciation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not that clear. Following his murder, Kraft is not known to have killed any further victims for 16 months. On April 16th, 19- that was that's what we call cooling off period in serial killer lingo. The cooling off period. Is very, uh, he's very knowledgeable. Astute. Astute, very good word. Very astute when it comes to the uh, crimes of passion. Any, There's a any, cooling off period. Anything to do with passion. See, if you kill all these people at one time, he'd be a spree killer. But if he, he had a them cooling with, off but period. But if he killed him with those little round candies, he'd be a spree killer. Too. <laughs> yeah. Well, or he could be a Mentos killer. It's true. <laughs> now, it's really hard to be a Tic Tac killer because you got to shove a bunch of those down somebody's throat. So but yeah, that's amazing. And at, that's some point, at some point, this guy's going to run out of socks. <laughs> <laughs> Not if he goes to a dollar store. Where, you yeah. can get a pair for a dollar at the dollar store. <laughs> Exhibit A. There's <laughs> some wisdom. <laughs> there you go. Oh, did I forget to tell you how much I don't give a fuck about your socks? (laughs) I'm sorry. I should have opened with that. Well, I know. I can. You're you're not really a woman of substance or style. Every time I go to the dollar store, I spend like $87. (laughs) (laughs) And walk out with three things. I I have like a turkey basker. basker. (laughs) You have a turkey baster? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I don't even know what the fuck I buy. It's like, oh, it's a dollar. What the hell? I'll throw it in there. Because everything's worth a dollar, Timmy. There ain't nothing in the world not worth a dollar. Tim, I think we just who we, doesn't cook. We skidded over the past that he bought a yeah. turkey baster. Doesn't cook, barely knows where his kitchen is, except to get something to drink out of the that refrigerator. That turkey baster is in the bedroom. I can guarantee. You. <laughs> oh, guarantee. If you ever need to artificially inseminate someone, they come in very handy. Just saying. Oh. God. Do you put a condom on the turkey baster? <laughs> I think safe. that defeats the purpose. That's safe sex. Put yeah. a French tickler on it. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So, so now we're in his cooling off period, Devil. On. Thank you. <laughs> I'm recapping. I see. <laughs> on October, or I'm sorry, on April 16, 1978, Kraft abducted 18-year-old Marine Scott Michael Hughes. Thank you. Thank for you your for service. your service. Kraft slit open his scrotum. <laughs> Isn't that what Jason? Thank you so much for us uplifting (laughs) script. Isn't that what? Isn't that what Dad used to say? His mom would always tell him. I just want to point out that Jason is a Mel Brooks of fucking podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Comedy gold. Yeah, this is some. No, no, he's he's talking about slitting the the scrotum. Our, our. uh, I think I've told that story. Our grandmother used to say to our father. I'm going to slit your bag and run your leg through it. Yep. That was evidently her go-to line. She was a lady. My mama used to tell me she <laughs> was going to tear off my arm and beat me to death with it. Oh, I've said that to my boy. Well, mm-hmm. they were doing something one time, and I looked. I think it was Jake. I said, I will beat you with your brother if you do not <laughs> stop. You know, I, I love your kids, but I would lo- I actually like to see them. <laughs> Noah would have a great time. Noah would have think it was <laughs> well, you take, no, you know, you take care of, you know, you kill two birds with one stone. Oh, sure. All right, so Kraft slid open this guy's scrotum, this poor guy, and removed one of his testicles. I have split open the scrotum of pigs before. 
I know. Yeah, you've you know what? Why is it that every time I'm here, you and the pig scrotums come up? <laughs> That's about the hey, third he's got, time. He's kind of obsessed I've with the pig scrotums. I've done a half a dozen of these podcasts, <laughs> and three of them have involved him talking about pig <laughs> scrotums. Yeah, he loves that story. It's like he's talking to, you know, about growing at Christmas as, it's kind as of a kid. obsession with pig scrotums. Yes. I'm just weird. saying, if you, have a, if you have a deballed over 100 pigs, it's something that would stick in your mind. Especially when you throw the pig balls down, oh, and, and the one that just got deep balled ate the other, eats the other pig balls. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's disturbing. Clearly. It's disturbing. Clearly, it leaves an impression. Two months I feel later, like I was there. I know. <laughs> Two months later, on June 11th, the body of 23-year-old Roland Young was found. Young had been emasculated before he was stabbed to death. Stabbed to death. Abrasions. He's big on that emasculation, isn't he? It's weird. Uh, abrasions to his body indicated that Young had been thrown from a vehicle traveling at high speed. Eight days later... Those the Mustangs will go fast. Yeah, they will. Eight days later... I wonder if he had a convertible, because that'd be a bitch to shove out the window. Yeah. Ugh. Eight days later, the body of 20-year-old Marine Richard Keith... Thank, thank you for, you for your service. service. ...was found. Where are you, Tim? You're not, you're not thanking the Marines here. Thank you for your service. I'm concerned that uh, this guy, this is probably why we had to have a fucking military draft because this guy's going around killing all these soldiers. I know. I know. Uh, let's see. Welts on Keith's wrist indicated that he had been bound before he was strangled. Three weeks later, on July 6th, Kraft killed a 23-year-old hitchhiker named Keith Klingbell. Klingbeal. Uh, the youth had ingested large doses of drugs and alcohol before he was strangled and discarded. Although Klingbeal was still alive when discovered, he would die shortly after his admission to the hospital. A subsequent autopsy revealed that prior to strangulation, his left nipple had been seared with an automobile cigarette lighter. <sighs> oh, On, not the nipple, not the nipple burn. Yeah. Oh, not the nipple burn. Yes. That's oh, what happens nipples. when you date a goth. I think that's what <laughs> You got to burn your own nipples. They burn, they burn your nipples during sex. I don't think oh, so. Oh, do they really? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying. Maybe I learned something here. No. Does he look like he knows shit from apple butter about goth anything? Hey, look at him. Do you got scars on your nipples? Lexington. That's look at his city. fucking vanilla bean persona here. Do you think that well, he, he knows knew, anything he knew, about he, goth? He, he, knew, he does. He knew. He knew. No street cred. He knew the the street name for uh, Long Beach. LBC. Everybody knows the street West Side. Name. Yeah. Mm. Everybody knows the street name for Long Beach. I, I, I trust you never those. know. I, I could have scars on my nipples. You got you, nothing. You I just saw your nipples on vacation. They're very tiny. But you, you and do make scar free. You do make a good point. He is the man with the Martian on his uh, tattoo on his shoulder. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, la, la, la. All right. So the guy's nipple had been seared with an automobile cigarette lighter on November 18th, 1978. I don't think Suge Knight would be hanging out with him. If he's got a oh, Martian. Mean, I'd go hang out with Shug. Oh, I real. think they'd be homies. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's yeah. got a Martian oh, tattoo on his yeah. yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> be like, Henny up in this motherfucker. That's that's out of this world. Oh, for get some, that's so bad. Get some Henny? No. No. Hush. You know, uh, <laughs> the Colonel. You're just making me sadder. <laughs> Colonel and uh, the, him and Sugar Knight had a few going on. Oh, yeah? Oh, I was about to fuck Sugar up. <laughs> I'm going to leave because Sugar's going to show Sugar's up gonna here. Sugar's going to come in here and fucking shit up. Sugar's going to show up. Wrap out the jammy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's going to whip out the jammy. Yeah, I got I got my boys, my posse waiting for Sugar. Did you say whip out his jammy? <laughs> That's a dick. 
<laughs> okay, I'm just making do. sure you're aware. I, will, I know what it is. Hey, oh, spend time do. in prison. I will beat Sugar with my whammy. I'll slap him right upside the head Yo, with the whammy. Whip out his jammy. You know how many people been hit by the jammy? <laughs> Because hey, you're you gonna know, have to get your shit together. <laughs> you can't always. I mean, you can't always have a gun with you. Sometimes you got to pull out the jammy and just slap him like a. It's like a billy club, really. Kill the, no, it's a kill thing the of poop respect. Nanny. Like His Jimmy runs deep, yeah, so <laughs> deep. It, put well, ass to sleep. You know, sometimes you don't have white gloves on you. Today and you got to challenge day. somebody to a duel, and you just grab the jammy. <laughs> Today, Chuck didn't even have to use his AK. Yeah, Today I'm telling you what. Sure tonight is going to be here, whip out his jammy, and slap Chuck with it. No. I'll stay for that. We're going to have a jammy war. I'm putting my money on the cart. Like a sword fight? Like a sword fight? Yeah, a sword fight. Because Chuck saw his name on the lights of the Goodyear blimp, and it said Hawk Waters is a pimp. It does not say that. All right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So they found... I'm Pimpalicious. <laughs> Pimpalicious. That is going to be his new name. Pimpalicious. That's his rapper name. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so on November 18th, I'm 1978... I'm going to introduce him like that from now on. Oh, definitely. The castrated body of 21-year-old truck driver Michael... Ender- what is it with him and castration? Enderbeaten... <laughs> Yeah. Was found. Can, uh, collect stamps or something. Enderbeaten. Man, that's a that's a unfortunate last name. Yeah. Uh, Kraft is not known to have killed again until June sixteenth of nineteen seventy nine when he called abducted. called a cooling off period. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> when he abducted a twenty year old marine. And Thank you for out your his service. Thank no. you for your service. Donald Crystal. His body was thrown from a moving vehicle onto the four oh five freeway. I bet that caused some road or some traffic jam. Probably not. Some road rash too. Uh, the cause, gets busy, I, I know, but you think those bitches stop for anything? <laughs> you know, did he have to get out of the carpool lane after exactly? He did that? <laughs> oh, for sure, guaranteed. The cause, he probably got their. He didn't want to break the You know, law. now they got their flashing signs that says, "Please do not throw your castrated <laughs> corpses out <laughs> into the interstate." All because this, of this guy. Dispose of castrated corpses properly. 
Exactly. The cause of death was just listed. Just takes one, ruins the fun <laughs> for everybody. The cause of death was Pimpalicious. listed as acute alcohol poisoning, although rope marks indicated the man had been bound and tortured. Hmm. Three months later, on September 14th... Hold on, just bo- one second, devil. You're coming straight out of Compton. <laughs> Hold on, just one second. This motherfucker gets strangled, thrown out of a moving car 55 miles an hour, castrated, eyes burned out, and everything else. It's a different guy. I'm going to need you to pay and, attention. And the cause of death is alcohol poisoning? No, it's a different guy, so I'm going to need you to pay attention. Hold on. What what, what happened to this guy? He got thrown out of the car. He was thrown out of a vehicle under okay. the 405. Motherfucker hit the road at 65 miles an hour with his hands tied behind his back. Doesn't say and that. They're gonna s- Did he have a habit of tying people up? Look, there were rope marks indicate, indicating that the man had been bound and tortured, but when he hit the 405, he was not bound. Or oh, so he marks. just and rolled in. Well, no, because he died of alcohol poisoning. So he was dead probably when he pitched him out onto the floor. Well, then why you got to tie him up and burn him and shit? You are the stupidest fucking he son of a bitch. I swear to Christ. Can you up. fucking catch up? Can you goddamn pay attention? Hey, some respect. It's Pimpalicious here. You're talking to Pimpalicious. Don't make me get out the jammy, bitch. I will knock you upside the head with... Oh, I'll put you right name. in your place. Casey? Your pimp slap, slap you. I will pimp slap you. <laughs> Casey, my posse over here. Uh, you better be real careful. <laughs> All right. Casey, so break it down for Casey us. Casey's seen me whoop people's ass before. <laughs> now, come on. just If you could tell this story a little oh, bit Jesus clearer, Christ. more clearly, I would not be. Colonel, the, so the man was not tied up when he threw, she, he threw him He out was of already the car. dead. Okay, he was already, he was already dead. dead. He just threw the dead body who had died from On alcohol. The 405. Yeah. He recycled the rope. Does that make you feel okay. better? He's going to use it again. I, I just wish you would be more clear about oh these. Whipped out the jammy. Jesus. Three months later. Three months later. Three months. Cooling off period. Cooling off period. The body of 20-year-old Gregory Wallace Jolly was found in Lake Arrowhead. Jolly not, stopped. Kind of ironic. Yeah. Jolly had been emasculated, and his head and legs had been severed after death. Whipped off the jammy. That's <laughs> Couldn't do nothing to that Putin, Annie. That's when he's his personal possessions. Stop. This is sad. He was no oh, longer yeah, this jolly. Is not, this is not his personal right. possessions were later found in Kraft's home. On February 18, 1980, the decapitated body of a 19-year-old Marine, thank you for your service, Mark Allen Marsh, was found near the Templin Highway. On September 3, 1980, he had a for our soldiers, didn't he? Yeah, he liked the man in uniform. Yeah, I guess. On September 3, 1980, the body of 19-year-old Marine, thank you for your service, Robert Logans, Logans was found discarded in a trash bag. Logans had last been seen alive by two fellow Marines. Uncle of Kenny Logans. Close. Might have been. Close yeah. to the Pacific Coast His Highway. His dad was the uh, leader of the band. What about Kenny Logans? I already said that. That's not leader of the band. That's else. the other guy. Oh. Kenny Logans, Kenny Logans wasn't leader of the what band. That's, uh, that was Dan Fogelberg. Uh, yeah. They're the same guy. Cousins. I don't know that they are the same guy. Please One of them's dead. Come to Boston for the spring Dan Fogelberg is dead, I think. Yes. We're showing our whiteness at this point. You know a band I don't like, Casey? Chicago. Uh, uh, That's the stupidest fucking band. I don't, I, they're, every, song they, every song they have is the same. I'll tell you who. I, they, they had one good album, <clears> I think. I like Chicago. They they're jumped to Shark with Peter Cetera when they brought him in. It was just too much. And then when Peter Cetera went out on his own. That was way too much. Welcome to a new segment we call White Talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, not me. I'm just I don't saying. like Chicago. I think they suck. I know. You don't like their name. 
I don't like their name. They named after city. Why not? You know. So you don't uh, like Boston. I, I do. I do like those two songs. Don't look back and uh, the other song they had. <laughs> More than a feeling. More what about Amanda? Feeling. No. You don't like Amanda? No. Okay. That was. Uh, besides that was uh, Chris Christopherson. No, it wasn't. Amanda. No. He sang he, a song. He did Amanda. sing a song. Amanda. Like he might have. Music, but so did Boston. At, like 20 years after Chris Christopherson. I don't give a flying fuck, fuck what Chris Christopherson did. <laughs> he's I don't a, give a goddamn. Really? If it's he's, the same song, my guess is Chris Christopherson it's wrote it. It's, it's not the same song, but Chris Christopherson is a I living American legend. Has some goddamn you. respect. He's a poet. I can't, oh, even, yeah. poet. I he's can't a even tell you how much I don't genius. care. Who has been in Blade 3? Chris Christopherson will wipe, uh, whip out the jammy. The motherfucker was a Rhodes Scholar. Willie he went to Oxford. The, Will, and he was I'm a, still not caring. He was I also, don't. He was I know you don't care. That's He's also a decorated soldier. He he was appointed to West Point to teach and went to Nashville to be a, a songwriter. He was part of the Highwaymen. He was part of the Highwaymen. Whipped out the jamming. Him and Bobby McGee just traveling down the highway. He banged Janis Joplin. He was, you know what? He was busted flat in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just waiting for a train. He was feeling nearly faded as his jeans. Mm-hmm. But you, then are you done, ladies? Bobby flagged the diesel down. I mean, you're both pretty. White talk is brought to you by Ovaltine. <laughs> rain. Yeah. yeah. Took them all the way to You're New both Orleans. pretty girls. Quit competing but, but for really, attention. That's not, you know, when you think about it, that's not that far from Baton Rouge to New Orleans. That's not that far. Well, it, it is when you pull your harpoon out of your dirty red bandana, <laughs> Timmy. And he sang every song that fucker knew from Baton Rouge to New Orleans. <laughs> I mean, really. Well, I maybe mean, maybe songs he knows. Road, three. Maybe I mean, that's not a lot of songs. I mean, you know, you get. It's probably like what ninety miles from New Orleans, <laughs> uh, Baton Rouge to New Orleans. You don't know what he was hauling. If it was dangerous <laughs> material, you don't. I mean, you know. Well, that, that doesn't. Have, maybe Bobby was drunk, had a recent head injury. They I sung don't know. every song that driver knew. I mean, he had to know more than four or five songs. Maybe he spent a lot of time on the CB. The driver was slow. <laughs> or he just liked two or three songs. <laughs> it would be better. Your comments, Brandy. <laughs> just, would you please give us more facts about Mr. Kraft, Devil? Yes. I've been trying to, and you want to talk about fucking Chris Christopherson. <laughs> no, no, you disrespected ta- <laughs> Chris Christopherson. Yeah, we, won't, we, why we don't will you not sit a, here. Why don't and you have, have a go have Bob Dylan next? I think you should just say you're sorry. Yeah. yeah. Admit that you're wrong. That. Admit you're that you're wrong, and we'll move on. I, Otherwise, Chris Christopherson, his old white ass is going to come in here and whip out the jammy. And, and, he'll, and he'll forget about it as soon as he leaves. Thank you for <laughs> yes. your service, Chris Christopherson. Yes. American. Doesn't, he have, doesn't he have Alzheimer's? No. That was Glenn Campbell. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, I thought Chris yeah. Christopherson. He was a rhinestone cowboy. Mm-hmm. Never mind. He was, I thought he was he a lineman for the county. He both. Hmm. He did that mm-hmm. before he was a cowboy. I see. Photographs and negatives subsequently found in Kraft's possession. Photographs and negatives. <sighs> that's, a, that's kind of a Jim Croce song. Yeah, kind of. Photographs and memories. Close. Christmas cards you sent to me. All that I have. Something. You know, something. he said, when I was little, I thought his name I was I wish Jim people Crotch. out there in radio land could. <laughs> I wish people out in podcast land could see. The look of disdain on Brandy's face right now. I thought his name was Jim Crotchy. <laughs> Jim Crotchy. I can't find my <laughs> screwdriver. I think they hit it on me. I liked Jim Crotchy, but his name mm-hmm. is spelled weird. But if you was going to save time in a bottle, what would you do with it? 
I never got that. Shove it up your ass. I mean, no. I mean, what you gonna do with time in a bottle? Yeah, it was. You gonna drink it? It's time? nonsensical, Brandon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, see, we're trying to have a serious discussion here yeah. about physics, yeah. the time-space continuum, and you're talking about sticking things in rectums. Yeah. It, you know, you can't have an intelligent no, conversation. No, I mean, with let's face it. She's not an Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no splitting the atom going on in this motherfucker. <laughs> Continue, Brandy. Tell us about. Tell us more, devil. Tell us more. <laughs> Tell us more about uh, whoever this guy's name is. Tell us more about Randy Stephen Kraft, the scorecard killer. Great script written by Jason Dykes. Are you done, girls? Yes. Okay, good. All right, so photographs and negatives subsequently found in Kraft's possession depict Loggins in Kraft's living room slumped fully clothed on his sofa and in various nude pornographic postures. All of these pictures depict Loggins with his eyes closed, and it is unknown whether the victim is alive or dead at the time they were taken. By early 1982, the relationship between Kraft and Selig had become marred by frequent quarreling and episodes nice word there, Jason. of separation. Marred. He's painting a picture. It is. In an mm. effort to maintain their relationship, the couple began attending weekly counseling sessions. Let me tell you, that doesn't Man, work. He was working on it. He Did was, you yeah, just post on Facebook three minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake. No wonder this show is just all disjointed. Well, when you all were having your so, so very scholarly discussion of Chicago, I had time. I think Peter Cetera ever whipped out the jammy. <laughs> Just a tiny little one. With Mrs. Cetera, that would have been okay, Brandy. Kraft did not kill again until January 22nd of 1983 when he abducted a 21-year-old hitchhiker named Eric Church. That's a cooling off period. Thank you. I like Eric Church. He's got some good songs out right now. Well, an autopsy concluded that Church had ingested high levels of alcohol and Valium and had been sodomized. Rope marks on Church's wrist indicated that he struggled before he died. On February 12th, Kraft killed two Buena, Buena Park men, 18-year-old Joffrey Nelson and 20-year-old Roger Duvall. The two youths were last seen outside... Son of Robert Duvall. Maybe. Uh, the two youths were se- last seen outside the house of a friend named Bryce Wilson shortly after midnight. Is Bryce spelled with a Y or an I? Y. Thank you. <laughs> Write that down, Colonel. Uh, informing Wilson that they intended to purchase something to eat. So they were go- I don't know why it's written that way. They were going to get a snack, and they told <laughs> him. going through the drive-thru somewhere. Arby's or something? Yeah. Uh, let's see. They uh, Both bodies were found with the signature strangulation marks known, as, known to Kraft's victims. At 1.10 a.m. on March 14, 1983... Two highway, California Highway Patrol officers, Chips Ponch, observed Toyota driving erratically on Interstate 5 in Mission Vejo. Okay, Brandy, Chip or the blonde-haired guy? Or, I mean, uh, Ponch <clears throat> or the blonde-haired guy, if you had to sleep with one? I like the blonde-haired guy. Right. What was his name? Larry David. John. I, think, uh, is, I don't think it's Larry David. Is It's Larry something, though. His name was John. On the, on the on show. The show. Yeah. Big bad John. Uh, the officers, he, whipped, he whipped out the jammy. Okay. The Big officers signaled for the vehicle to stop. The driver slowed the vehicle to a halt and exited the car. Officer Michael Sterling met the individual who identified himself. You ever notice in the 70s, 
they had all these TV shows. There was one blonde-headed guy and one uh, guy with dark hair. Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. Bo and Luke Duke. Exactly. Diversity. Hold on, Starsky and Hutch. You know, you know who. I thought it was Luke Wilson. Who they loosely based uh, Huggy Bear off of? No, the Colonel. Oh, I thought because I'm pimplelicious. He is pimplelicious. All right, he identified himself as Randy Kraft and How observed about, uh, BJ and the Bear. I would never give uh, BJ to a bear. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like that. <laughs> well, they like it, but but they get, they're they're real picky. You better do it right. <laughs> when they put that big ass paw on the back of your head. You're an idiot. Bears will whip out the tail. Fucking idiot. You know, all the years I've seen BJ and the bear, and I ain't never thought about never put that together. Blowing a bear. You? Uh, you know the weird thing is, BJ was a monkey. <laughs> And you know, no. He, no, bear I mean, was the bear monkey. was a monkey. <laughs> Why wasn't was BJ monkey. and the monkey? <laughs> don't know. I don't know. It would have made much more sense. It'd been easier to follow for me. Well, what cartoon is this? It was a TV BJ, show. It was a show called BJ and the Bear. And, and BJ was the bear. BJ was a truck driver. Yeah, and, and oh. he had a and he uh, had this monkey. It was a chimp, and his name was Bear. Oh, yeah. okay. And they had adventures. And Man, that truck had to have shit all over it because you know monkeys just throw that. Well, stuff he wore around. a diaper for God's sake. Yeah. But that, doesn't, is, that doesn't stop. But it, I, it, it as a young man, it was very it. difficult for me to follow because the monkey's name was Bear. <laughs> that, that, that's no one else. And in all your picture books, <laughs> it was a monkey. Why not call it BJ and the monkey? It would have made. It would have been just as. I mean, it would have been just as successful. Why didn't you stop puffing paint? <laughs> <laughs> so that you could follow it for a anyway, minute. Uh, anyway, as as a warning to all of our listeners, be very careful if you give an oral sex to a grizzly. Public disclaimer. Now, if you because if you're doing a brown bear, they're more gentle. Well, they're gen- brown bears are general. Polar lovers, bears will just. But you get a polar bear, or grizzly bear, that they're they'll in, shove the they'll shove the jammy through the back of your head. <laughs> they're the S and M bears. <laughs> That's perfect. So, Randy Kraft gets pulled over. His jeans are unbuttoned. Uh, the officer has Kraft perform a sobriety test, which he failed. So he's arrested for DUI, DWI. Drunk again. Yeah. Sterling's partner, Sergeant Michael Howard, approached the Toyota and observed a young man with his eyes closed in the vehicle passenger seat, partially covered by a jacket with an empty beer bottle with empty beer bottles strewn about his feet. Okay, so he's like weekend at Bernie's. So Howard <laughs> attempted to wake the man. He's he was just trying. trying to use that carpool lane. <clears throat> He's still trying. Yeah, still trying to use the carpool. Uh, yeah. Aren't we all? It doesn't. It, yeah. That's why this one gets more difficult to explain when you get when you're driving around with a dead body. Well, right, sitting in the yeah. front seat. Casey's a guest. We're going. We only gave him two pages. That's not fair. All right. So I guess I'm on. Receiving no response to his verbal efforts, Howard attempted to rouse the man by shaking his arm, only to note that the individual had a low body temperature. Why didn't he hit him with his dick? That seems to be a thing. <laughs> what about his jammy? He worked out his jammy. <laughs> Upon feeling for a pulse, Howard noted the man was dead. Oh. A ligature mark visible uh, encircled the youth's neck. Lifting the, jacket, uh, lifting the jacket from the deceased youth's lap, Howard noted the victim's jeans had been opened to expose the genitalia. So he hadn't he hadn't, he hadn't emasculated. Cut his he hadn't emasculated this one. It is hard to explain a dead body in your front seat. Fuck yeah, man. I don't know how many times that's happened to me. 
You know what sucks is when you're the lucky one and didn't get the balls cut off. If you get a cool cop, they'll let you go on. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You know, that's why you... That's why you put in. It's the dicks that take you, you to that's, jail. And that's why you have the bumper you. sticker that you contributed to the sheriff's FOP, association. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get pulled over with a dead body, FOP, mm-hmm. I got an FOP license then, plate. Then there's all these questions. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking annoying. Booking. But if you're if you're a Freemason, I got to get, get fingerprinted. God damn it. Uh, in addition, the youth's hands uh, hands had been bound with his shoelaces, and his wrist bore evidence of welt marks. Mm. Later identified as Terry Lee Gambrel, a 25 year old Marine. Thank, Thank you, you for, for your service. service. The victim yeah, had been all strangled. Over these, to uh, death. Marines. You'd think the Marines would, could whoop his ass, though. Oh, shit. Kraft was initially charged with driving under the influence and held in. <laughs> I bet those <laughs> That's charges. That's the only charge. I bet those charges DUI. got amended. DUI. <laughs> you think? We could make this one stick, I yeah. think. He pled that one down to reckless op and was out in 24 hours. There we go. Uh, under the influence and was held in custody as detectives conducted a thorough search of the vehicle. Incriminating evidence Who found. Who knows what else? Fa- There's a dead body. What else can we find? Yeah. <laughs> Incriminating evidence found included alcohol, tranquilizers, various prescription drugs, and stimulants. Oh, and a dead body. And yeah. 35 penises stimulant- in the trunk. Do you think? Yeah. Random. <laughs> and what he did with all the penises? Well, he shoved a couple of them up people's asses. Did he? I don't know. You yeah. can shove a flaccid penis in somebody's. They did. Oh, you know, rigor mortis had set in. Those things were. On stick. the penis? Oh, you would think. It was cut it? off. Still gonna, it doesn't rig a mortise Maybe he sticks a dowel rod in it. I don't know, but one of them, had you been listening instead of running your I know, fucking but you got to bam, bam, hit that thing with a hammer. One of the kids, one of the kid, at least one of the people that he killed had, had, their, had, own had their own penis shoved up their rear end. If you get, if, let's say you have an erection and your penis is let's cut off. for longer than four hours. And your let's penis say that. is cut off. Uh-huh. Yeah. Does it stay hard? Or do you think shrinking? It loses blood flow. Yeah, you lose blood flow. Well, I, no, not if you was if you was on your stomach because all the blood would pull. Hell, you'd have like a no. If you were, if it, would, if it was it was detached though, you wouldn't have. Oh, it. If it was detached, yeah. Well, eventually that would be the cutting kind of cross. This is part. gonna be your homework assignment. Do that in, for next podcast and report back. I'll let you know. Thank you, Carl. So where was I? Uh, the passenger seat and the carpet of the vehicle was blood stained. However, mm-hmm. Gambrel had no open wounds. The upholstery was removed for forensic analysis, which confirmed the blood was human. Beneath the carpet, investigators discovered an envelope containing over 50 pictures of young men in pornographic poses. Many of the subjects in the pictures appeared either asleep or dead. Inside inside the trunk of Kraft's vehicle, investigators found a notebook containing a handwritten list of codes, uh, list of coded notations. A search of Kraft's home revealed further incriminating evidence, including clothes, personal possessions of numerous young men who had been murdered. Fibers taken from a rug matched those found upon victim Scott Hughes. Hughes. H-U-G-H-E-S, is that correct? Hughes. Okay, got it right. Yes. In addition, addition, the couch in Kraft's living room was identified as being the one in the photographs found in Kraft's car. I bet that couch is just... Disgusting. Nasty. The coded list of 61 neatly printed terms and phrases found in Kraft's car is believed to refer to each of Kraft's victims. Several entries clearly refer to victims' names. For example, the entry reading EDM refers to the initials of victim Edward Daniel Moore. 
In other instances, entries indicate torture or manipulation, infliction upon victims' bodies and or places they were last seen. The, marine, the, the entry Marine Head BP, for example, is believed to refer to victim Mark Marsh, a Marine found decapitated, having last been seen hitchhiking towards Bueno Park. Buena Park. Other entries simply heart towards body dumps, dump locations. The entry Golden Sales, for example, refers to the fact that body of Craig Jontas was found in the parking lot of the Golden Sales Hotel. Once again, this is a pod- comedy podcast, so right. thank you for listening. Uh, the list also contains entries indicating double murders GR2 victims Dennis Alt and Christopher Sheborn, last seen in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Two in One Beach victims Jeffrey Nielsen and Roger Duvall. Here's the thing: if you're going to kill a bunch of people, don't don't write it. Don't write it down. No, don't don't keep a journal. I've always said that. <laughs> My motto. <laughs> <laughs> On March 16, 1983, Kraft was formally charged with the murder of Terry Lee Gambrell. Investigators interviewed over 700 witnesses and gathered more than 250 physical exhibits, which pointed towards Kraft's guilt in a further 15 and in further 15 homicides committed between 1972 and 1983. Kraft was charged with the, uh, and at that point, Kraft was charged with uh, 15 additional homicides: Edward Moore, Kevin Bailey, Ronnie Weeb. Ken Crotwell, Mark Hall, Scott Hughes, Ronald Young, Richard Keith, Keith Killy, Klingbill, Michael N. Bertine, Donald Crystal, Robert, as as Robert Loggins, <laughs> Eric Church, Roger Duvall, and Jeffrey Nelson. That he is. didn't even try and cover his tracks, though. He just left shit all out there. Right. Just, and, he, and, he, and then keeping a record of it. Right. Very bright. An idiot. You know, I think if you're going to be a serial killer, you should be a type A personality. I think it would be. I think but, you know, they say be. that they get so confident that they're never going to be caught, but they just. Right. Well, and he hadn't been. Yeah. Had he not had the dead body in his car. Yeah. This guy had stiff socks sitting all over his apartment. You just oh, know it. you know that's right. Oh, God. Those were not the ones shoved up. I bet they called record. in 1-800-GOT-JUNK to come in and clear that place out. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you wouldn't want to. all kinds what of What they call the cleaners? They get people yeah. to come in and do that? Crash trial began on September. What do you mean when they call them the cleaners? Oh, you know, people go in and clean up, um, like, crime scenes where they've ki- oh, somebody's the killed cleaners. themselves. Cleaners, yeah. Yeah. That'd be the hell of a way to make a living, though. You would never not have work. But and you you would be the life of the party because you could tell all the stories. Oh my gosh, stories. Yeah. But you would never not have work. No, like, no, no. You, I mean, you'd make bank. My brother was my brother owned a carpet cleaning business and his carpet cleaning, uh, his van. Carpet cleaning van. Yeah, and um, he he got hired to go in after this woman had been killed in mm-hmm. her apartment, and it's like his whole. You know his machine that he used. It got all the blood and stuff. He he told me he quit halfway through. And told you know what? Here's the thing, though. You know you should really call a professional. Somebody who's done that before. Well, and you should really just buy new carpet. Yeah, I mean, mean, seriously, it was like you know, know, blood splatter was like all over the apartment. Well, maybe it was a buy some new carpet. No, it's spring for it. Maybe it was. I don't know if your insurance covers that. Maybe it was a rental, and the guy. No, no, it was like a uh, uh, you know, it was like an apartment complex. Yeah. yeah, I would just invest in some new carpet for yeah, that place. Yeah, yeah, but that's more money, and if you're trying to turn a profit in the apartment, you don't have to yeah, buy a new n- carpet. Mar- narrow margin. Here's another thing. Here's my other question. 
do you have to disclose that somebody was killed in that apartment? You not do on a house. I know you do on a house. house. You do, but not an apartment. See? That's bullshit. It is bullshit. So crash trial began on September 26, 1988. At the trial, 160 witnesses were called to testify, and over 1,000 exhibits were introduced as evidence. The evidence pointing towards Kraft's guilt included physical evidence such as bloodstains and hairs and fiber evidence found at Kraft's Long Beach residence and, and in his vehicle. And in his car. <laughs> that was probably the one that really yeah, pushed it Yeah, it really over. turned on. Uh, yeah. Can't really fucking, corpse. can't really get out of that one. Yeah. He was alive when he got Don't look at me. <laughs> I stole this car. I don't fucking know. That's right. It's not even my car. I've never seen this car. Uh, the negatives and photographs of young men identified as murder victims found hidden inside Kraft's vehicle, which depicted the youths either dead or drugged or asleep, and which background imaginary re- revealed had been taken at Kraft's home. Background what? Yeah, I'm trying to read Imagery? That. Imagery. There you go. There it is. Man, I'm telling you. Jay Quellen. <laughs> the victims were set basically... <laughs> From the background in the pictures, they could tell it was Kraft's house. Let's not tell the fucking he says story. Basically, story. to break it down for us. Yeah, let me tell you a great story about Casey. Let's just and, and let's preface this by I'm in sixth fucking grade. He was not in sixth grade. I'm in sixth fucking grade. <laughs> he was not in sixth grade. Oh, we're gonna do this. We're really gonna have this. We're gonna have drunk Christmas here at work. No, I mispronounced wait. the fucking word. <laughs> no, it wasn't a word. No, it was Jacqueline Kennedy. It was Jacqueline Kennedy. <laughs> I pronounced it wrong. I was in sixth grade. Let's all have a laugh um, and move all, the fuck on. It wasn't. It wasn't you sixth seem grade. You sensitive about this. It wasn't sixth oh, grade. I, it was you know, I, I because love how he always jumps in and defends me when I mispronounce. Thirty. The word. Please continue, Brandon. Thirty fucking years I've been listening to this. <laughs> oh yeah, because we rip his ass for it. We're we, playing yeah, trivial, but, but before, and it wasn't that funny. But before she only had a handful of listeners. Now we got a hundred thousand. Continue, Brandy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it's, no. I mispronounced Jacqueline. Mean. Kennedy. We are mean. We're mean people. We you really are, mean are. People like our whole family is just awful. Jackie is the easiest thing. Oh no! But I was reading was, the card. He was reading the card, which Casey really wasn't allowed. Was this allowed. like in front of the school? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no this we is were just at, at the house. It's not. So it ain't like he pissed his pants on the bus no, or something. But we no. never okay. let that Casey only happened two or three times. Casey would. We never let Casey read the card because he wasn't that strong of a reader, and he was in high school. I was in sixth fucking grade. It was, you were in high school. Sophomore college. Yeah, exactly. So he's well, sitting there. He didn't have an economics professor to blow to get good grades. You don't know Thank that. You, Chuck. Yeah. You don't know that. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. You don't know him. All right, you don't look, know that. Uh, on to the store. <clears throat> so he's sitting there and we're It's all, a ball buster, let me tell you. We're waiting to hear this and he starts pronouncing it and he's like, Jack Clean. And it was like, and he insisted, he was like so insistent that it was Jacqueline Kennedy. And we're like, it's Jacqueline. And we're like falling over. No, it's goddamn not. It was a good time. Oh, it wasn't that far off. Yeah, it's a funny story. It ha, was ha. a funny yeah. story. Did I ever tell you the time about I cast? Yes, you pigs? have. <laughs> okay. And I've I never told you that There's story. nothing funny down that road. And I, that story. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Hold on. That, that so hold on. So what you up. have basically is what? a six-year-old boy. He wasn't six. I was in sixth little, grade. Sixth he grade, 12-year-old boy had a little bit of problem he with was not a four-syllable name. Exactly. Got a little bit hung up. Now, when he, he was fell down school. on his bike, did you run out and mock him then, too? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. mean. Yes. It's no wonder the boy's not in therapy no, right now. Of course I would go out and mock him. And then when other people would join me, I would whoop their ass for mocking him. 
But I mean, look at the port. Look, he's he's standing there right now. He's sitting there right They're now. Nice. You can see, you can see, you can see the damage that's been done to Casey. Casey, I I want to apologize. It's amazing. That, that, that wasn't that. It bad. W- it wasn't that funny. Yeah. Oh my God! Ladies, would you go, ha, would you ha. take Casey home? A twelve-year-old, a twelve-year-old boy. You were not twelve. You a, were in high school. A twelve-year-old boy mispronounced a word. Ha ha! It's not that funny. Yeah. You were in it's high school. Mean, he did not shot himself. It's kind of mean. Now, Fuck you people. Why if he had called her, now if he had called her Jacqueline. Hey, you, let's you go to your go to your Facebook page and see if the people on your put in a survey is the is the story funny or not. Yeah, yeah. Jacqueline. If is he it called fucking Jacqueline funny? And then he whipped out his jammy. That would have been a story. <laughs> that's what I should have done. But that would have been a story. I mean, that story sucked. Because even <laughs> why are you so mean? <laughs> Thank little you, boy? Timmy. Continue, I mean, continue, ladies. Casey. Listen, I ladies. Even, you know what? To air Col- your dirty laundry. Team Colonel, ladies. I need you to be nice to Casey. He needs some loving because this is, this it's is some comforting. From- and delicious. let's be and let's be yeah. honest here. Anyway, this is the money maker right here. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. this is the moneymaker. Good thing, because you're dumber than a sack of hair. <laughs> All right, so Brandy, that was a very mean and cruel story. Yeah. And making fun of a young so a man who's this trying being a comedy to... comedy podcast. I was trying to better myself through education. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, that sucked. <laughs> Casey, continue with uh, young uh, Mr. This show got um, me more depressed than... Other evidence introduced, including numerous personal possessions of various murder victims found in Kraft's possession following his arrest. Okay. Now we're going to the colonel who will bring us home. Let's hear, the, sto- let's hear the story about, uh, you know, any other... Faults of mine well, that you want to make. Fucking say! I'll tell you that you people are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> well, I'm just, why you, let's make fun of my bullshit. ADD. Let's make fun of my ADD. Your brother comes oh, yeah. up here let's, all let's the way from Louisville. No, comes up here Lexington. all the way from Louisville. No. Lexington, Lexington. Yeah, you know they're to, different uh, places, right? <laughs> it, it's in Kentucky, and they both start with out of both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and he comes here out of the kindness out of his heart. To do a I ain't show making with no us. money with this. Yeah, he ain't, I'm he making ain't, a dime. No, the lettuce ain't rolling into him. And he says, you know what? Let me help you out here. I know you're trying to get but your podcast off But you're supposed to be making ground. money. Hey, hey, when you I'm, are uh, sitting here. Hey, when I'm here, here the Warhammer ain't working, and I'm not making money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, But it, you got that really cool van. That's right. And you mock him. You yeah, mock him. You're Just like I mock you. You're a mocker. Yes. Continue, Pimpalicious. You, <laughs> you need some therapy, devil. No shit. Something happened to you when you was young. This made you angry, and it's don't disrespect. It wasn't when I was young. It's been within the last I don't know five years that I've been so angry. Pimpalicious. Yeah. He will pimp slap your ass with the whammy. He will not. I got the whammy. whammy I got the whammy, Jammy Timmy. That rhymes. Good. (laughs) Just pointing it out. Okay, now let's get back to this story here before the devil starts telling you know stories about. Her parents when they was I don't know sick or something. Yeah, put, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Our dad's sick right now. You want to find some humor in that? Oh, your dad's sick. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with your dad? He's just sick. Tell a funny story about it. Oh, I have several, <laughs> but gonna, I'm not going to tell mock any. Your old father. Sure. Yeah. Well, because my father would absolutely mock me. You're going straight to hell, devil. No now, following kidding. the closing arguments, the jury deliberated for a total of eleven days. God damn. These was some. Well, but they wanted the lunch. I mean, you know, 
it, it, it's kind of it was kind of a gray area. You know, you got the guy. It's a dead body in the car, but yeah. You know, can we really prove he put it there? Yeah, right. So he it may, took him eleven days. Maybe so a hitchhiker. These weren't the smartest of folks. Um, they they didn't wanted like, the free lunch. Captain Obvious apparently was not on this jury. Want some time off work. And uh, they found him guilty of sixteen counts of murder. And on June five, the same jury reconvened for the penalty phase of the trial. Hmm. It was at this point in which the prosecution introduced evidence of additional homicides committed in can both they do Oregon. That? And yeah. Michigan, yeah, you can do that in the death penalty phase. At death penalty, Dominique, if she was here, she would explain it very oh, clearly to you. Now but he's an expert. Death, no, I've heard Dominique say this. Sentencing in a death penalty phase, you can bring up damn near anything. So this is a death penalty. It does not have to be proven fact. Yeah, it's a death penalty okay. case. So, so when you go on trial fact. during your penalty phase, we can talk how you mocked mocked twelve oh, year olds who can't read very it's well. It's coming up, yeah. It's the dead kid. Whatever. Remember that kid on the crutches with the with that kid you went to school with with the polio? Yeah. That she used to knock the knock his out polio. Yeah. <laughs> knock the little, crutches out from little tiny anything. Tim with the polio. Oh, <laughs> the polio. Yeah. You did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did it to Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Fucking polio. Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. <laughs> that was his name. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. So it was at this point the prosecution prosecution introduced evidence that these are the homicides now the def- def- defense dismissed these assertions better get saying, that word right or she'll make fun of you <laughs> no it's purely speculative mm. speculative and introduced about testimony that, relating to stupid. a pet scan conducted on craft which they asserted revealed abnormalities mm. in the frontal lobe of Kraft's brain. I wonder what your PET scan would look like, Devil. I wonder if there'd be some abnormalities there. Crazy mm-hmm. medulla oblongata. <laughs> look like Swiss cheese in there. Therefore, reducing his ability to control his emotions and impulse. The prosecution responded by stating to the jury, there is nothing wrong with Mr. Kraft's mind other than he likes killing for sexual satisfaction. Likes to whip out the jammies. He likes to He likes the, to cut the jammy off. Jammy off. Jammy off. On August 11th, after deliberating, the that jury... That means they come together and talk about it. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. We didn't just... Yeah. Have a, that's yeah. okay. So were you with us still, Devil? Deliberating. They was talking it over. Mm-hmm. Um, they recommended the death penalty. Dun, dun, dun. And then the California Supreme Court heard it on August 11th, 2000. Now, both circumstantial and DNA evidence relating to some of Kraft's murders have caused many to strongly suspect that Kraft had help in some of his murders. It's contended that Kraft would have had difficulty moving 200-pound corpses, dumping them from moving vehicles while alone, while doing this unnoticed. I can tell you, I'll it's shoot holes. Wait. I'll shoot holes <laughs> in that theory right now, <laughs> because Renee has kicked me out of a moving vehicle, and I'm 200 pounds, Timmy. Good point, Colonel. And she's she, you know, she she done it. Brandy, so, you got to admire the the wisdom and insight that he brings to every podcast. I think the fact that we all skipped over your dead weight comment is kind of unfortunate. <laughs> I know. I thought it was good too. Abrasions and debris found at the crime scene of some of Kraft's victims indicated that the bodies had been discarded from vehicles traveling at more than fifty miles per hour. 
And for one individual to perform this act without compromising his driving would be very difficult. But then again, I'm no, telling I'm, you. I'm telling you. That make, no, I'm, in all seriousness, that makes some sense. Not I'm, really. How are you going to throw You put uh, one foot on the gas and you use your foot to kick the other right out the goddamn door. That's what yeah, you do. I, that does sound specious to me. Really? Yeah. Because, no, you got him leaned up against the side of the... I could get a 300-pound man out of the car right. if he wasn't jammed up against the dashboard all, right. all fat and shit. But, all right. I mean, if he's leaning over against the door, all, right. all I got all right. to do is reach over, open up the door at maybe 50 miles like an hour. It's not that maybe he had, like, an ejection seat. He all gonna, fat and shit. No, I'm just saying he's going to roll right out. <laughs> How are you going to get the passenger side door open if you're driving yeah, I, I'm with you. How are Casey, you going to open that, up that, the that, passenger that side sense. door if you're you driving? You haven't ever opened up your passenger door side door when you're driving. Not no. the passenger side door, <laughs> yeah, no. Sometimes you haven't shut it. I all kick the way my corpse out the driver's <laughs> side door. I, I, I've got problems with that too, Colonel. I'm not so sure that someone else wasn't involved. Oh, yet. I could do it. All right, I could do it. It um, was probably so one of those boyfriends that he had those long-term oh, relationships yeah. I mean, with. Yeah, seriously, that. To go driving down 55 miles an hour down the highway is kind of hard to get a door open and, and kick it out yeah i'm telling you i could do it all right continue Colonel. you of got long legs you could. plus you know this guy was good with ropes so all we had to do was lean the fat corpse against the side of the door these were marines why I don't does he keep th- saying they're fat <laughs> i don't think they were it's probably 200 pounds fat. Might be high okay, five ten, look five at me. eleven. I'm five ten, two hundred pounds. You are Do I five look especially fat? I wouldn't call Casey, you fat. I, I, I wouldn't call you five ten. Casey, how tall am I? You're how the fuck he, would you're Casey know? He's about six. All right, foot. come on, come on, come on. Let's get to yeah. the story. People can't see when you're standing up. I wouldn't call him fat. Yeah, he's yeah. healthy. Healthy. <laughs> Thank you, Casey. He's big boned. He's jolly. <laughs> jolly. <laughs> jolly. So, uh, I'm, pimp- <laughs> I'm, I'm pimpalicious. So anyway, you take a guy like me, you lean my big dead weight ass against the driver's passenger side door, you get you a rope that's hooked up to the handle, right? Sounds like a lot of work. This this some bitch was re- willing to go one step further. He cut off balls and shoved them up people's asses. All right, you telling first. me he ain't gonna do a rope on the handle? I could have done that. Shit. So anyway, in the case of Eric Church, wasn't he a singer? Welcome yeah. to the podcast. In case Dip you shit. mentioned that about 45 minutes ago. Oh, okay. Right. Oh. Semen samples found on the used body were inconsistent. I thought they were Marines. I thought the same thing, but I wasn't going to say anything. Man, you're on fire over there. Let me tell you. Continue, Colonel. Let's let, wrap this thing up. Seem- <laughs> it's time for Timmy to go home. Semen samples found on the used body were inconsistent with the craft's blood type, and while the photographs of the victim found in craft's car had to have been processed somewhere. No photo developer ever reported, because this is before the digital cameras, Oh, yes. Yeah, they to, ever yeah, reported in, uh, his morbid images to the police. You get a one-hour photo, though, and get your new pictures back. You know, then, then the you know, little clerk sees the picture of you. Mm-hmm. He, probably had a dark, he probably had a dark room somewhere. No, he had no dark room. It's a, no dark room equipment. Mm-hmm. The prosecution believed that Kraft's former lover, Love Jeff's that. grave, may have assisted with Kraft. Graves had been questioned in relation to the Cropwell murder in 1975 when he verified part of Kraft's statement to the police. When questioned further about the incident following Kraft's arrest in 1983, Graves had informed investigators, I'm not, I'm really not going to pay for it, you know. 
Now, this is in 1983, and he died of the AIDS in 1987. So they couldn't have given him the death penalty. He already had the death penalty in 1987 if you had the AIDS. That was, that was a death yeah, sentence was back, back then. In. Mm-hmm. So at the time of his death, police had been preparing to question Graves further, but he beat the system by dying. Kraft I'll show them. I'll show them mm-hmm. He did. He showed them. Kraft remains on death row at San Quentin, where Johnny Cash will not be performing anymore, and he continues to deny guilt in any of the homicides, both convicted and suspected. This is a some bitch is gonna stand his ground. It wasn't me. Yeah. See, you don't want him. Wasn't as me. Your, you don't want wasn't him as me. your cellmate. It wasn't me. Wasn't Casey, me. your final thoughts on serial killer Randy Stephen. I think that uh, I think he very likely had some help, and I yeah, don't with you. and I don't think it's funny to make fun of uh, early teenage boys who can't read all that well. Having some reading problems. Those are but, my, those are my final Casey, thoughts. You seem to have worked hard to overcome that obstacle, and because your 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 enunciation, so did Helen Keller, and your reading <clears throat> was excellent today. But she cannot overcome her dark heart. She can't. No, you can't. You can't overcome that cold, stony, black, black hole in the middle of your chest. Brandy, you're you know fine. what? Casey is going to pay for all of this bullshit this weekend. So Casey's going to pay. Casey's been over there nice He's the victim. He's the oh, victim he's going to pay. So he, you're going to blame the victim. Blame uh, the victim. The, in this case, yes. Mm-hmm. In Brand- this case, I'm taking his youngest child. We're going to have a good time. And your final thoughts on serial killer Randy Stephen Kraft. The scorecard killer. Not a fan of his. All right. Pimpalicious. Well, I, I'm just saying it wasn't too goddamn funny. You want me to be funny, you have to give me better material to work with. Well, People getting to... the sack cut off and <laughs> shit shoved up the ass. You got to talk to Jason, but we do appreciate Jason. <clears throat> he did a lot of work on the script. so It, it, it was, was a nice script, but it yeah. wasn't a funny script. Yeah. It wasn't fun. It wasn't oofty-goofty. We would like... <laughs> what was oofty-goofty? <laughs> we would like to thank all of our... Uh, Patreon supporters, those of you who help us out, uh, we uh, greatly appreciate it. If you would like to support us on Patreon, please go to patreon.com slash historydweeds where you can give a little, a lot, or... Uh, just a wee tiny bit, Timmy. Thank you, Pimpalicious. Uh, take us out uh, giving shout-outs to our all of our Patreon supporters. And a shout-out to my mom. And Lady Beverly. Lady Beverly, congratulations on your daughter Alexandra yes. reaching she her 18th birthday. She met Princess Diana. Huh? Yeah, of course she, she did. The, I know. I, she's clearly, an amazing of course person. she did. Have you seen her? Oh, I know she's gorgeous. I'm just saying. Yeah. I thought she, Princess Diana was dead. She did, but before I'm, she died, this this lady met her. Yeah, she's amazing. And she knew that she worked in the strip club. She uh, she Princess Di worked Di, in the strip no, club. No, Princess Di knew that Beverly would worked in the strip club. Yeah. Okay. Um, Beverly and. To Dottie, of course. Yes, thank you. And to Erica Brown's brother who got who yes. had surgery. Doing He's got better. one more coming up. He's doing better so Wonderful. far, but we're still keeping him hang in, in our thoughts. Yeah, hang in there. Um, All right. Uh, Patreon and happy support. birthday to Alexandria. Yes. 18th and going to, going to uh, Cambridge. Unbelievable. Yes, amazing. Aaron. Aaron Fowler. Aaron Fowler, our beautiful friend. Bridget. Bridget Bernhardt, Stacy, Christy Hauer, Cheryl Weldon, Jody Wells, of course, the Vanish podcast with Marissa Jones and her beautiful young boy there. Jess Wofford, why are you shaking your head at me? 
you know who's who's writing is this? This is terrible. I t- I know. Continue, please. Tracy Smith. I'm skipping people here. I think. Mar- is that Mar- Marick? Well, fuck, learn how to write. We're here mocking Casey. Like a serial killer, he writes. Marquia Smith, thank you very much. She's got letters backwards and shit over here. Daniel Bassett. uh, Slapping her dyslexic. Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes. Of course, they also thanks for the script, Jason. Uh, Shelly Garrett, Bridget Clavey, Brandy McBride, Jennifer Svoboda, Maggie Glover, Daniel Sweet, Amber Anderson, um, the, of course, our friends Ben and Rosanna from the podcast, They Walk Among Us. Uh, Lorna, Violet, James Seabright, Michael, Kelly Charette, Karen Wagner. Yeah, this handwriting does suck. Kelly Jones, <laughs> Joseph Kerr, uh, Lauren Meredith, Jessica Greeno, Mike Brown in the Pleasing Terror podcast, Sarah, and our, of course, uh, Amber Croup, the lovely Amber Croup, Joe uh, Hopkins with the Now American History podcast. Rebecca Omelet, Karen Alden, uh, Cheryl, Catherine Cockcarage, Richardson, Fiona, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Maja from Poland, Aaron with an A, Kimberly Cameron, Elise, Diane Student with the History Goes Bump podcast, Amber Trevino, Annette Petre, Lise from Norway, Amber Scoville, Jahar Lopes, Alicia and Chip, who just had an anniversary. Happy anniversary. Jeff and Don Chestnut from the Backroads the History podcast. Andrew Happ, Karen Barnes, uh, Richard Flynn, Holly Woodward, Cheryl Strapp, Todd Young, Lydia Fisher, our good friend Tyrone, Phyllis Munson, call Tyrone. Melissa, Melissa Montoya, Brittany Martin, Jennifer Siemens, and of course her mother Linda, Cindy Liu, uh, Christian, Christian, uh, Heather Poole, Zachary, Canadian True Crime with our good friend uh, Christy Lee, uh, Donna, John, Sue Story, Nene, and of course, Rudy the Wonder Doll. All right, thank you everyone for joining us, and please join us again next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Good day. Bye, Casey. See you, see you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.